No, we didn't go anywhere. We didn't go anywhere. Tom Yeager didn't go anywhere. Nobody showed up. Nobody showed up. <laughs> <laughs> what, you know, sometimes you say really dumb things on the air. But you, you remember Chuck No, of course. Yeah, oh, yeah. And uh, Chuck would always say there's no eraser on the mic. True. And I, I have kept that in the back of my mind for as long as I've been on the air. And, I, you know, it's, it's just you say something. And nobody else shows <laughs> I apologize. Anyway, we were talking about the uh, the, the – CAA and everything that you went through with that and, and today and, and uh, like hurting cats with all the movement in the different conferences and we talked uh, some good information off the air. All right, let's talk about the A10 uh, Women's Media Day here today. Right. And as I said a little bit ago, uh, what was empty an hour ago is now beginning to fill up. And there's only half of them here. Yeah. I mean, right the now. afternoon sessions yeah. later. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. mean, well, done. We'll do it again. See, there I go again. I said the afternoon sessions later today. I sound like Yogi Berra this morning, if I can compliment myself that much. Anyway, you're, uh, you've got to be happy. You're a part of this. You're working with, with uh, Big Mario. Y'all are at, the, of course, the Henrico County Sports and Entertainment Authority. And uh, it's it's been, that thing that's grown. Yeah. This has grown. I asked uh, Bickmeyer earlier. I said, you know, when did they put the shovel in the ground for this? And he said, well, he, when he got here in May of uh, last year, 22, they had a concrete slab that wasn't even finished. Right. And you look at this in, in 17 months. What's happened? And you've been part of it. You've been watching it grow. You've got to be part of the excitement uh, with what's going on here in Henrico County in total. Well, it's it is it is great and. and I'm way further down the food chain than Dennis and the you know the full-time staff, but they've done a remarkable job. The county's done a remarkable job. Um, you know the vision and the the resource commitment to build a facility like this is going to change. Uh, you know, change amateur sports in the not only in the region but uh, in a wide, wide area. Um, you know, the I don't know if Dennis told you, but like I think in 2024, as of a couple months ago, the building was booked for 42 weekends out of the 52. <laughs> um, you know, so we have the high-profile events coming in. You know, such as uh, the A10 Women's Championship right. is coming in in March to uh, on a regular basis, you know, all kinds of youth tournaments and any number of sports. Um, uh, the high school graduations that are going to come here, major county events are going to come here. As you can see, when this comes out, we're in a 3,500-seat arena, uh, floor covering for concerts, whatever. Um, it's, uh, it's exciting. And there's a million moving parts, uh, about 700,000 of them would still need to be tweaked before we're ready to go all the way through. Um, but we're very proud of, of what uh, the county has built. Yeah, they, they sh- yeah, everyone should be proud of what the county's done here because of uh, it came out you know, from nothing. Right, you know, so I mean, in, in conjunction though with what, what uh, y'all are doing with the uh, Sports Entertainment Authority as well out here, it's a combination of the two have come together and fit hand in glove in what they're doing. So it's it's remarkable, uh, the speed, how rapid this has been, and not only that, but you you know you get the the actual physical plant here, and it's got state of the art everything. 
Yeah. I mean, everything. Yeah. Well, we, we, I'll walk you up to the – it's been a while since you've probably been up to the production room. Um, I don't think Best Buy has as many electronics as this place does up here. We were um, here last uh, – Robert and I came last Tuesday. Okay. Well, we got, you we got, saw, got, the, yeah, uh, saw, saw all the yeah. boxes. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> the, the, the IT guys are having – it's like Christmas morning up there. Um, yeah, for me, that'd be a day in hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. I'd be afraid of electrocution if I turned, <laughs> hit the wrong right. button. Um <laughs> But it, it it is exciting, and you know we're expanding. We're also going to have an exhibit from the Virginia Sports Hall of Fame right. here, April nineteenth. Um, you know, so that not only that is the thousands of kids that are and families that are going to be here throughout the course of the year. They're going to be able to, you know, see the, some of the legends in athletics in the state of Virginia, and and you know that a lot of people didn't. I had no idea that guy was a Virginian. You know, lived in Virginia and and things. So um, it's gonna it's gonna be an exciting. Uh, work in progress, you know, for uh, for a while, but uh, it's kind of uh, up and running. This is the first event we've had really kind of the outside public here without hard hats and yeah. you know steel-toed shoes and stuff. So, well, now what about the ability for someone? Somebody's listening now, uh, and they want to come see this today. Is there? You have to have a credential to get in. Yeah, or? it's it, we're really not set up for uh, you know general <laughs> public coming in. Um, you know, but um, you know there'll be an opportunities. The the grand opening ribbon cutting is is going to be uh, a formal night in December, mm-hmm. um, December fourth, December fifth. The portable basketball court rolls in for the first time, and and that gets set up. Um, you know, we're excited about that, and you know we have tournaments. We have a tournament next weekend um, here. Here, yeah, Richard Bland uh, tournament. Um, okay coming in on the in the arena floor so the bleachers will be out and you know we'll have to be dusting all those off like yeah, <laughs> we just had the have... surface dust the front yesterday yeah, but, I was gonna say, it might be a little but, dust on yeah it. it's kind of like the you know after the the monster trucks in the coliseum you had to go through and clean all the seats uh, well, all right, this is the floor they're gonna play on yeah now is is it going as i look this way or are we going out no the when when the um uh, you know, the bleachers come out of right. kind of a horseshoe. This yeah. is going to be a back-end wall. Uh-huh. Uh, the portable court goes see the center-hung scoreboard, you know, kind of centered right there yeah. going this way. Yep. Yeah. So, um, Will that scoreboard come? No. This, yeah. That yeah, big yeah. one up there, yeah. it's still staying. It's, it's that ain't going anywhere. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it'll be centered under that. And then we'll also have the ability for volleyball championships and stuff yeah, here. A lot. Everything. I mean, everything. Oh, yeah. I asked Dennis about concerts. He didn't say anything, but I mean, you could have small concerts. Yeah, I mean, it. You know, again, to the size of the facility, we have thirty-five hundred permanent seats, um, and uh, you know, for high school graduation and stuff, when you put chairs on the floor for the high school graduates and stuff, you know, it could probably get to like four thousand. I mean, it's so easy to get here too for, gra- for yeah, graduation. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to fight downtown traffic. No, or, we have a big parking lot. Yeah, huge. Well, yeah, all the mall, all yeah. the former mall here. Yeah. I mean, now you, over you as bring more ten thousand friends with you. Well, but as more development comes in, you know, you see the apartments that are being built yeah. at the backside and stuff. Some of the parking is shrink, and eventually, in long term plan, there's a parking deck coming in, uh-huh. and and stuff. But um, but it's free parking. Yeah, and your car's right out here, and uh, yeah, you don't have to circle the block. I mean, we're at the intersection of two interstates. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's that's pretty right, easy exactly. to get here. That's what I said to Bick, yeah. Because you got an airport here right down the street. Yeah. And you got uh, two major 
interstates. Yeah. One that goes the length of the East Coast, the other one goes from, from Time Warner yeah. to St. Louis. Yeah, wherever so, it is, 64 ends. Yeah, yeah, St. Louis, I believe. Okay. If you pick up a different, like, 70 out there. For, anyway, I'll ask Kristen Lures next time. There you go. She's from. Yeah, the, the St. Louis well, coach is here. She, how'd you yeah, get here? The building, <laughs> we flew. Anyway, <laughs> hey, uh, what was the genesis? What was the, what was the thought? Where did the idea come to build this? Uh, what was it? Do you have? Uh, I mean, well, that's that little bit before I got in, and I, I, this kind of anecdotal I picked up. I mean, one of the the key economic drivers of tourism is, is youth sports, sports tourism, and I think as as you looked at stuff that, you know, the county recognized that. Uh, um, that uh, a significant indoor facility could really assist in that effort. You know, that there were people that were approaching the county because of they were able to do stuff on their outside fields and parks uh, about events, but there wasn't any big indoor facility. And so for this area, this is the biggest indoor facility. I mean, there are 12 basketball courts, 24 volleyball courts. You can see how it you know, the, the stanchions come down. Mm-hmm. You know, if we um, we get out of the way and somebody that knows how to operate them hits the keyboard and stuff in the volleyball, <laughs> <laughs> they don't yeah. trust me with the electronics. Yeah, well, Big Martin didn't trust me either because he says, one button, this wall goes up. I said, where's the button? Yeah. He said, no, we're not going to let I, you destroy this before we open it. Yeah, and I don't even want to know where it is. <laughs> Somebody asks me, I'll find somebody that does know how to operate Mr. it. Mr. Everything. I'm not, I'm not doing that. But um, – you know, like I say, you hit the button and, you know, the volleyball nets come down all set. The floor is already lined. You know, um, we can switch it the next day. It's a big basketball tournament. Volleyball stanchions yeah. go up. Basketball uh, backboards come down. You, you brought up about youth sports. Right. And when I had Big Al's in the Jefferson Cup would come. Oh, yeah. The you know, soccer. Well, there, and, there's an example. Again, getting back to the point of, yeah. you know, the outside facilities. You know, the Jeff Cup for sure. You know, and they're just as big a market in, you know, the indoor space, uh, you know, the youth basketball tournaments, you know, particularly as they get older and start getting into, um, you know, some of the competitive teams and, and showcase events and recruiting, college recruiting and everything else like that. But we're also doing stuff with uh, wheelchair basketball. We're doing futsal, which is indoor soccer. There you um, go. I mean, people uh, you know, the buildings, the, you know, if, if somebody's got an event, um, you know, we're looking at doing eSports stuff in here. We were just talking about guys about jacking up the Internet speed, you know, and stuff. Already. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, you, you yeah. haven't opened yet. You want to. Well, no, but what it is, you know, and, and you know, what the what's the capability and stuff. And, and it goes to the planning that the county had done, you know, in advance to you know, accommodate these types of things. Well, uh, I think you grabbed, you grabbed the gentleman that came over and uh, with my iPad, and boom, bang. I mean, it's, you talk about speed. He just punched in two or three things, and boom, we, my iPad was up and running. Yeah. It connected immediately. It yeah. was very fast. Yeah. A lot faster than you get at home or anything like that. So <laughs> it's all right. But so you're talking about even building more speed. Um, what, what, what's the long-term goal for this facility, just as far as say to twenty, well, whatever, say fifteen, ten, fifteen years from now, what do you see anticipate? Well, I think here? I, I think with um, one, this area is going to be a major development. This is going to be a driver for a lot of not only sports tourism business, mm-hmm. well, but it is get sports tourism, restaurants, hotels, everything else. The second part of this equation is Green City, over across which the is, interstate. That's right, yeah. you know. Two miles down the road, again, right at the interstate, which is going to be the county's 17,000-seat arena. 
You know, this was the old, you know, downtown project that went up in flames. That's yeah. Now it's going to be built out there. So one of the things Dennis and I have been doing is meeting with the NCAA and bidding on NCAA championships. And where this building can hold, you know, basically a capacity of 3,500 or so for a lot of Division two and three type championships. Um the big building, we're going after the big dogs. Yeah. You know, with that, when that gets online sometime in 26. So I think be- between that, we're going to, the county will have the capability of outdoor stuff. They're doing great things with their baseball complex. They're building a pickleball complex. That, you know, that'll softball. happen in here, won't it? Pickleball? <laughs> yeah, well, if it got Eventually. time. <laughs> I don't want to Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's what yeah. I'll tell everybody. No, yeah. <laughs> There's all kinds of stuff going to be able to go in here. But but between that, we have, you know, the outside, the outdoor spaces, this being a smaller indoor venue, right. and ultimately the major uh, indoor venue in Green City. Well, you know, I know that you had been involved with uh, with Dick Sander, Dr. Yeah. Sander, VCU, sure. in 1990 and 1996 when the men's sub-regionals were at the Coliseum. Right. In 94 when the NCAA Women's Final Four right. was held at the Coliseum. Right. So, I mean, you've done this. You've walked yeah. this path. You oh, know yeah. where you're going when oh, you yeah. do this. It's oh, like, yeah. like showing up and licking a lollipop saying, all right, what do we do now? You know what you're doing. So this is good. But is there, I mean, would you involve Dick Sander or something like that? Or is it, uh, you, well, you Dick, guys got it from here? Well, I you know, I know Dick's in town around. I'm sure. I mean, he's got expertise. That, yeah. yeah, love to have. I mean, yeah. you know, so, um, yeah, we're working on a, a bunch of different things, um, you know, working, um, you know, ultimately with VCU and Richmond and the A-10 and with Division One championships yeah. and some of the Division Two and three schools also in, in, you know, bidding on the championships. And we have great partners with Richmond Regional Tourism, which helps yeah. – um, you know, helps tremendously in attracting those events. This uh, Coliseum mm-hmm. to be built, 17,000 seats. Right. Uh, are you, is the angle to get a sub-regional or get a regional? Both. Okay, good. I mean, not and not just in basketball. Yeah. I mean, there are a number, and not just NCA events. Yeah. You know, there are uh, anything that can fit in the 17,000-seat uh, type venue we're looking at. You know, and so that's NCAA stuff, that's national governing body stuff, that's concerts, that's everything. And again, yeah. sitting on an interstate right there, you know, intersection two interstates, which we believe is going to be very attractive to promoters yeah. and everything else. You got three with 295, 95, oh, yeah. and 64. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, A major airport. Yeah. Plenty of downtown A growing hotels. major airport yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're doing there. Uh, I had one more question. I wanted to ask you, and of course it slipped, uh, but but it was it had to do with oh I know what it was. What would be the practicality? We got to get to a policy, but what's the practicality of when you have a tournament over there? Mm-hmm. It's a regional or sub regional over there. They, you could have you could put up a you know the, the the breakers the walls and have a number of teams over here practicing oh yeah to get ready for the tournament over well, there, you, I can, mean, you, you can't have all eight teams could share that facility but right. then you got to be slotted here you can come any time well yeah and I think one of the, one of the beauties of this building mm-hmm. and that the coaches have already expressed it is the back end of here we have eight basketball courts 
All right. Tournament schedule, you get 25 minutes to, you know, between games or something, between the type thing, you know, which is a short thing. Well, now they have the ability there. They can go through their full pregame warm-up, yes. their stretches, because, you know, they're out on the floor 45 minutes an hour before tip, yeah. you know, stretching. We have the space. So, you know, the bands are coming in. They have space to put stuff there. You know, we have a tremendous back-of-house capability with this building to, um, you know, be able to stage stuff that they'd like, you know, and be able to do. So, yeah, I think it gives us tremendous flexibility in that regard. As the old saying, from uh, little acorns do great oaks grow. And this is that situation where you've got the little acorns and they're planted and they're they're now above the surface. Uh, The little sprout of the oak tree is there and this thing's going to just grow and grow and grow, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just is, it's to listen to you and listen to us and and to see what's happened so far and to think about what's everything going to be in, in three years, five years, ten years with what's going on. This is a, a little acorn that will grow into that uh, uh, great well, We, great we hope to. And, again, special kudos to the leadership at Henrico County yeah. for the foresight to, uh, you know, create these kinds of, you know, comprehensive facilities, outdoor and indoor. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank Thanks you. for your time. All right. All right. Always good to see you. Always. Don't go too far. I won't. I'll uh, be here all day. Well, yeah, tickets in the lobby, try the veal. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> working dark to dark. Don't again. forget yeah. your waitress or servers. <laughs> uh, we're here until 10 o'clock, and uh, we're going to take a pause now. Thank you, Tom Yeager. Uh, always great to have on there, uh, just because of your background and what you've been doing here in Central Virginia for so many years. Thank you. Thank you, Chuck. <laughs> Tom Yeager, of course. Hey, when you uh, listen, Chuck Yeager, we all know who he was. So anyway, let's take a pause. We'll do that now and return. Uh, again, we're broadcasting live uh, from the brand new, spanking brand new, shiny penny that is the Enrico Sports and Event Center uh, right here located. It's called, right now it's 11,000 Telegraph Road. I think it has a little different address as well, but it's right where the Virginia Center Commons used to be off Jeb Stewart Parkway. Stay with us right here, 1061 ESPN. Spiders? Well, you've got them. 1061 ESPN is your exclusive radio home for all things Spiders athletics in the River City all year long. Nine twenty-four. We thank you for tuning in. This is Sports Phone on one zero six one ESPN. We thank you for joining us this morning. As we've mentioned a number of times, we are broadcasting this morning from the Enrico Sports and Events Center. And boy, what a shiny new penny this is! It really is a be- well. Man, I give it a I give it a shiny new half dollar. It really is a beautiful facility, and it's part and working of course with the Enrico County Sports and Inv- uh, Events uh, Authority, uh, working with the, the uh, of course the center here. Uh, we are honored to have with us this morning, the Commissioner McClade from the A-10. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to be here, and I totally agree with you. This is like a shiny half dollar. It's beautiful. <laughs> Still has that smell, right? The, it does. The, the fresh smell of the new building. <laughs> you know, I, I, I noticed it, but I really hadn't thought about it in those terms. But yes, it does. Mm-hmm. It does. It's like in a new car. Exactly. Yeah, it's got that new smell to it, and, mm-hmm. and what a facility. And you, you have quite the career. Just I want to touch on it briefly, because as I mentioned this, the last paragraph of reading your bio last night, uh, I was, I was going, I can't read all that because that'll take up all our time but you of course you you were at georgia tech 
you were down there. You, and I saw 1981 on here. I said, well, hey, wait a minute. She had to be there with Bobby Kremens. And we met on the floor moments ago, and you talked about the – tell us the story I on that if did. you would. Bobby and I were hired the same week. Um, Bobby was at uh, Appalachian, and I was coming from – just finished grad school at Carolina. And in addition, Jim Morris – who was a baseball coach, and he was at Georgia Tech for a long time, World Series coach. The three of us, Homer Rice hired all of us the same week in June. We called ourselves the Young Guns. <laughs> well, why? Yeah. <laughs> we're a bunch of babies. You were 20. Well, I, yeah. You, know, you were, you were very young. Yeah, I, was, I, was youngest, I didn't know if you want me to say that. on The youngest <laughs> Division One coach in the country at the yeah. time. So it was one of those things. People said I was crazy to take it, and I said I would be crazy not to take the job. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. That's that's very true. What an opportunity! And Bobby Kremens uh, down from New York. Uh, when he from New York or uh, somewhere up there, I think is, is Bobby Kremens. He played there though at Georgia Tech. Uh, he played South Carolina. South Carolina. That's South what Carolina. it was. That's, yeah, but thank you. He's just a wonderful person. Carolina's wife and I mean we are still great friends. I see Bobby probably twice or so a year at different events, and um, we had they were formative years. Homer Rice really reconstructed that entire Georgia Tech program starting in the early. 80s, back in the era when Bobby Dodd was phasing out of of his um, you know legacy at Georgia Tech, and so it was a, a phenomenal time period. Well, after Georgia Tech, 11 years with the ACC. Yeah, tell us I, about that if you would. It was um, well, I was actually not thinking. I thought I would be at Georgia Tech for life, and um, then John Swaffer was hired as the commissioner at the ACC, and he you know, made a phone call to me, and it was kind of funny because he was talking about everything he wanted to do at, at the ACC, and he wanted to build women's basketball like the men's basketball and ACC men's tournament and all that. And so, of course, I was giving him all this advice. He was asking me a bunch of questions, and then he said, well, what do you think? And I said, what do you mean, what do I think? I just told you what you should do and who you should, what type of person you should hire. And he said, yeah, and I'm trying to hire you. And I said, me? He said, yeah. So it, it kind of unfolded like that. And I said, well, I said, and so he's like, let's talk salary. I said, okay, let's talk salary. <laughs> yeah, let's talk salary. That has a nice little ring to it, doesn't it? Right. Uh, so 11 years you spent with the ACC. And I mean, this is, you know, we've talked about two parts of your career. Coaching Georgia Tech, 17 years you're there, 11 years with the ACC. This is now starting your 16th season as the commissioner of the A-10. And, and it, it, that's quite a job. I mean, you've got the A10 has had. You know, I was talking earlier, of course, with uh, with Tom Yeager about the, the the shifting sands and the way that hurting cats uh, what y'all have had to do well, with conferences. Oh, right? mm-hmm. uh, I mean, how is that when you when you took over in 08? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it wasn't as nearly as prevalent as it is these days. And after the uh, the UCLA and Southern Cal jump and the Texas-Oklahoma jump last July the 1st of 2022, I thought, well, it'll calm down a little bit now. Holy smokes. Couldn't have been more wrong. And y'all have had changes in the A-10. We really have. Yeah. And it's really been an unbelievable time period. In 2008, when I took the job, as you probably recall, the economy was terrible. Um, everybody oh. was stressed in 208, 209 nationally about the economy. And the A-10 was, you know, really not in very good financial shape at all. So we had to really start from scratch and really build a complete endowment fund. Um, obviously, VCU, we, you know, from realignment, I brought VCU in. I brought George Mason in, brought Davidson in. We brought Butler in. We laughed. Butler was in for about a New York minute. They were in for about a year. before. <laughs> Sorry they, to laugh. I like the way yeah, you phrase it. Before they then jumped to the Big East. But, um, 
you know, it, it really has been an opportunity. And then a year ago, bringing in Loyola from Chicago, a great basketball-centric institution, and now we're in the Chicago market. So 15 uh, institutions. We have a huge footprint. We're in actually 31% of the media markets in America. So the A-10 is, is you know, we pride ourselves on being a basketball-centric league, and mm -hmm. that's what we want to be known for. Well, and you've been successful as well mm -hmm. uh, as that. I mean, and of course, I know Dayton is the on the men's side. Dayton is is uh, to have been chosen to be you know, to win the to win the regular season. VCU is second, which is quite an accomplishment in itself. I think there with what the transition that VCU has undergone since Mike Rose left and a couple of players went with him, a couple other players left, and then uh, Ryan Odom has come in and brought players mm -hmm. and they're picked to finish second. Richmond eleven, I hope, and I think they'll do better than that. Uh, yeah, I Richmond think so. will be on the it's, men's side. Of yeah, probably. the league is so competitive yeah. on the men's side and and it's starting to get re-competitive on the women's side and you know there's no question about it i mean there is no easy night once we get into conference play it is there the teams are just world beaters and when you talk about commission you, th you know you think okay or football or basketball uh, but there's so many sports that are involved men's and women's side mm -hmm. and basketball is a great example of women's sports um, how many women's sports do you do y'all have in the a10 we have well we have a total of 23 championships okay and out of those 23 championships i believe there's 12 of them that are women's championships so after today's media day here i'll be leaving tomorrow and head out to dayton ohio because we have our first fall championship cross country is going to be running on saturday and, and then a week from from now we're going to be at vcu with our uh, women's field hockey championship so <laughs> yeah we're knee deep into getting into championship season right now not to mention tip off of both basketballs are going to be what november 6th november 6th yeah yeah this is what thursday so it's 11 days out yep so you <laughs> you're gonna be flying around a little busy here for the next few weeks yeah, you not? we'll be hustling we uh, will be hustling our, uh, our guest is commissioner mcclade of the uh, a10 now starting our 16th season 16th year uh, as the commissioner of the A-10, what, what about the future of the A-10? What do you see, say, five years, ten years out from now? I think probably what's going to shape the A-10 and probably all Division One conferences is, you know, right now the influx of technology, advanced media, all this social media, you know, building content, pushing out your own content with your media partners, certainly the transfer portal and this all this oh. realignment. You know, um, and then, you know, everything is basically shadowed by all of the NIL activity right now. And student athletes are able to monetize their name, image and likeness. And, you know, at some point in time, I think that environment's going to level out because right now it's a little bit like the Wild West. Yeah. And there's some underhanded things happening with recruiting with the NIL and people being, you know, kind of enticed, um, maybe not following all the rules of kids transferring from one school to another but i do think that the ncaa is going to get their arms around that yeah. and i think things will settle out in the next five years well yeah there needs to be some sort of parameters there's got to be a certain right. uh situation where you can't just throw millions of dollars at someone uh and then the portal um it can be a positive in a number of ways. I think the portal it can also be quite a negative, especially in basketball. I mean, you've only got a limited number of players, and they can jump, and you can be not devastated, but you can take a seat back, both in men's and women's. Absolutely. I mean, women's basketball, just, I mean, the way that's risen in the last 20, 25 years. Yeah. And I mean, I remember when they didn't have a Final Four women's, it was the NAIA. 
am I using the wrong A-I-A-W. name? Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I knew it had a W in there. Excuse me. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. So, I mean, the way things have changed, you know, Old Dominion used to be an Immaculata and yeah. things like that. They were they were the, Back in the, 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 the big ones there. But then it's changing. It's grown. And I remember going to the women's final here in Richmond. And I was talking with Tom Yager about that. 1994, when the final four right. was Carolina held here. Carolina won it, right? Carolina won. There you go. Yeah, I was there, too. Yeah. I was there, front and center. Yeah, it was it was uh, something to, to to have in Richmond. We did back then the 90 and 96 men's subs. But then the women's final four mm-hmm. in Richmond. Right. That was quite an event. Yeah. It really was. Yeah. And I look forward to things uh, happening when they build the, the uh, 17,000-seat arena. Um, Absolutely. And with our championship here in this beautiful new facility, we'll be the first Division One championship here. And, yes. you know, come March, I mean, the fans and the community around here, there's going to be some impressive basketball being played by A-10 teams. I uh, can't wait to come out. And that's what I was going to ask you. Your commitments for 24 and 25. Correct. Uh, mm-hmm. For after you know, the 23-24 season, 24-25 season. Uh, and it will be, uh, yeah, yeah, I had to throw that perspective, it will be the first d- d- Division mm-hmm. One championship. tournament championship held. Right. And uh, it is. A, what do you think of the facility? What, Gorgeous. Yeah. I, I just, I've had a very quick tour early this morning. Um, but everything that I've seen, I mean, the back of the house is impressive. Right here, the court area, the versatility of this building to be able to be multi-court and then also then to be a center court basketball arena. Really fabulous. Great design. Um, and Dennis and Tom and his consulting, everybody's got to be given a lot of credit for the work here. Well, it, 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 you committed to this before it was this far along. We did. Yeah, that, that's taking a little bit of a risk there. Uh, you know what? When you're working with great people and working with the sports commission here and the local organizing committee, and obviously our women's championship has been held in Richmond prior to this. We were downtown in the old Coliseum. Right. <laughs> and then with certainly having two schools here. So, you know, when you really trust in people and your partnerships, you, you have the confidence that they're going to fulfill what it, what they say they're going right. to do. And certainly by looking around here, they have delivered with this arena. Well, last question. Were there any grunt, was there any grumbling from the other schools, other uh, schools that, that, that play in the, while they're playing the tournament, but playing here in Richmond and in Rico County, and you got VCU and, and, and Rich, University of Richmond right in the backyard. Was there any grumblings about, hey, why are we having it there? That's an unfair advantage. Or- yeah, not really, because you know what? The women's coaches, they wanted a new site so they would have a fair environment mm-hmm. to be able to you know earn a bid to the NCAA championship and at the end of the day coaches and student athletes want to play in great facilities high quality facilities where there's going to be support and so for that reason everybody was 100% the vote was unanimous to come here oh good well that's great Commissioner McLeod of the A-10 congratulations on uh, not only just uh, your work and not just but working in 16 years now with uh, with the A-10 and get, I mean, obviously the universities uh, look to you for leadership otherwise you wouldn't be here this long and having that going for you and then of course your years at Georgia Tech and then uh, in the ACC as well we thank you for joining us congratulations Good luck, and I look forward to March when this all happens, and right. uh, maybe get, get you on the air again once the tournament gets here. I'd like to have you again if you do that for us. Thanks, absolutely. Uh, You're the real legend on this no. show right now, and it's <laughs> been an honor to uh, do this interview with you. So no, looking ma'am. forward to March. <laughs>
<laughs> You've been listening to Tom Yeager too much. No, no, he has no, a no, well no. overinflated opinion of me for some reason. I don't pay him money, so I, I, I'm worried about Tom. But thank you, Commissioner, thank for coming you. by. All right, we'll take a pause. We'll return right here, 1061 ESPN. And I'd like to thank Commissioner McClay for having us or could join us this morning uh, to talk about uh, the A10 Women's coming up. And today's Media Day for the A10 Women's Media Day. And look forward to that all through the day. Right here, 1061 ESPN. We're broadcasting live. Rob, Robert is with us. And of course, the hawk is flying high in the studio back uh, on Robius and Melothian. Stay with us. We're on the doorstep of another college basketball season. Every Spiders men's basketball broadcast can be heard here on your home for the Richmond Spiders. 1061 ESPN. All right, we're here. We're live. We're talking sports. We're going to do it until 10 o'clock. Just 18 minutes uh, till 10 o'clock, and we will be wrapped up then uh, from here for now. But we're broadcasting live uh, from the Henrico County Sports and Events Center. It is the home of the A-10 Women's Basketball Championship Tournament in March of 24, which is this season, obviously, and then March of 25. And uh, then it, uh, they'll have to make a decision whether to go forward. I don't want to ask her that uh, because that would be unfair. Let's see how it goes. He'll take it from there. That would be the question. That would be the answer you get. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's, that's <laughs> the answer you would get. No qualms here. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, there's no need to ask a silly question like that. I didn't believe so. We didn't go down that road. Uh, but what an impressive career that Commissioner McClay has had uh, with the uh, 16th year starting at the uh, – start 16 years now as Commissioner of the A-10, 17 years at Georgia, Georgia Tech as a coach, and 11 years at the ACC. And really the, the, the awards that would have been uh, – that have been – she has collected is a remarkable – uh, number of awards, and you couldn't go through it all. Drew Dickerson is with us, and he is. Now, this is a position. I guess I knew it was out there, but didn't really ever think about it much. But as a, the sports information director, the SID, not for a school, because you always think, well, every college has an SID down to Division Three and up to everything else. But you, you are the SID for the conference. I am. That, I am. that intrigued me a little bit. I'm thinking, wait a minute, I haven't heard of that exactly. So, enlighten us. Well, I do a lot of the same stuff the school SIDs do. So I'm promotions. My just of the, instead of the one team or one or one department, one athletic mm-hmm. department, it's the whole league. So I'm a little bit higher level in terms of like like being bigger picture. Yeah. Whereas they're more focused on their team. So like I can talk about the players, but I can't tell you the fun stories behind them. So that's the difference. So like, and then we do like me and my staff administer our awards program. So players of the week, players of the year, that kind of stuff. We're we're doing all the behind the scenes for that. And then we do our the media side of our events. So yeah. the media coordinator for the basketball championships and our other championships and <sighs> events like yeah. today. You've got 23 championships. Yes. So you've got to be... Sorry, 22. 22, 22. yeah. Uh, you've got to organize media for that. Yes. And you've got people calling you, emailing, texting you, saying, hey, Drew, I need X, Y, Z. And you call back and say, I can give you A, but I can't give you... I mean, you're, you're the good guy, bad guy in some instances, I would guess. Sometimes. We, we try to help media out as best mm-hmm. we can. Um, 
I, uh, I've been in this job for 13 years. I was going to ask you, how so, long have you been yeah, there? I've been here for 13 yeah. years. And so I like to say I've forged a pretty good relationship with the guys that come to our tournament. I know what their needs are going to be yeah. now because I've been around for so long. So Bob Black, for example, will always ask me for a press conference feed for Richmond games. Yes. So now, after a couple of years of him asking, it's they're waiting on him. So that's the kind of stuff I try to do for our media and help them out. What's your background? Before, before you did this, uh, you Worked where did what? What led to being an SID for a conference? <laughs> you have a long. You have time for a long story. Sure. So, so I grew up around the Washington area uh-huh. and uh, was a big fan of the Washington Post. And specifically, I grew up when Tony Kornheiser was still writing for the Post before yeah. he went to do the the PTI show on ESPN, and loved him like he was. I, he was my favorite columnist. That's what I wanted to do. And so I'm a very proud Radford graduate. Well, there you and go. When I went to Radford Highlanders. Yes. Let's when I go. went to Radford, the first thing I did was uh, I went to, I was like, I want to be a journalism, and I went to uh, the the journalism department, and then I went uh, to the school newspaper and started all that stuff, and then my editor at school newspaper introduced me to the Radford SID, who I ended up working for, and he's a great guy, love him to death. He was inducted in the Radford Hall of Fame last year, uh, Mike Ashley, just a super good guy, and um, he made me fall in love with the SID profession. Huh. So, so I, you were thinking journalism, and you yep, uh, took yep. a different path, they're, they're but it's still involved. It's, yeah, yeah. it's basically doing the same thing, just from the other side. And so I got out of college and wanted to go work in SID. Couldn't find a job in the SID world, so started working for a newspaper. I was fortunate because I met my wife, who uh, of 27 years now. Um, and then uh, the Big South Conference job, the, my counterpart at the Big South opened up. And that's Radford's conference. So I called in, you know, a couple people I knew. Hey, can you make a call for me? And ended up getting that job. I was there for five years. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that commissioner, Kyle Colander, just retired. He's, he's there, he was there for 28 years. And then, um, and then I went from uh, from there to back to Radford to be the SID. Mm-hmm. Was there for five years. Went to Moorhead State uh, for two years. And while I was at Moorhead State, was when uh, I don't know if you remember in in 2011. Moorhead State had a future NBA player, um, Kenneth Fareed, and so I was fortunate enough to be his SID. There you we go. went to the NCAA tournament. We beat Louisville. It was the first time I'd ever been a part of something like that. Sweet. It was so much fun. Yeah. And, um, but I, the, the Atlantic 10 had recently moved to Newport News from Philadelphia, uh, and I uh, saw that they had moved, and my parents live in Williamsburg, and my brother lives in Virginia Beach, so I was like, hey, if that job ever opens, I need to go for that because my family's right there. Yeah. Six months later, the job opened. I applied, and thankfully, Commissioner Glade, who you just had, yeah. uh, hired me, and I've been here since. Now, that's an interesting road, and, and interesting uh, the way things evolved. And came, you know, you're, you're saying something about the SID uh, here, XYZ, and it, it all tumbled to the point, you know, if that opens up, well, six months later, right. that's your timing's great. Oh, it was it was it was unbelievable. It was perfect, and um, it, it just it's been a it's been a fun journey. And this league, yeah. the A10, has been. You know, I've stayed here for 13 years. I, I've bound, You know, I was never more anywhere more than five years, and I've been here 13 years. Uh, the people in this league, the schools, the level of competition—it's just unbelievable. I've got friends I've made for life in this league that I didn't know 10 years, 12 years ago. What's one of the oddest requests you ever ha- had that someone said, "Hey, I need X, Y, Z." Um. Oddest request. <laughs> I don't know. I've I've been asked for some some goofy stuff from from TV because you know they like to do, you know, locker room shots and weird. You know, they like <laughs> to get the behind the scenes stuff. So sometimes they'll be like, "Hey, can we take a camera here?" And sometimes I know like the coach will say, "Yeah, yeah." So they or sometimes I'm like, uh, "That's not going to happen." <laughs> um, and then like I'm trying to think if I've 
the weirdest thing I ever got was uh, we everybody in my profession got an email uh, from the I think it was either the NBA or the 76ers wanting to know how many college players were doing their hair like Allen Iverson. I said <laughs> I think none of us answered it. That qualifies. Like, yeah, n- none of us answered it. So we uh, we you know because we were all, we're all you know we I, we were all like we would love to have time to ask people about hairdos and, and clothing and, and stuff like that. But we're all slammed. And the pro guys were like, they must have a lot of time. I, I, I think it was like an intern or something. I don't uh, think the pro guys have any more time than we do. But uh, um, but it was, you know, it's one of those, we, we get we get requests like that, you know, people wanting to know stuff about the student athletes and behind the scenes stuff all the time. Um, and that's, so that's sometimes they're normal and sometimes they're kind of, uh, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, that's uh, that, I'm glad you give us that one about uh, how's he do, how do we do his hair like him? Yeah. Uh, SID of the conference, uh, Drew Dickerson, is with us, and uh, you just think in terms of what how involved that is. Do you, you don't have summers off. You think of all the things well, that are played from you know late August to late May, maybe. But so the nice thing about the Atlantic Ten is that we don't have football as a conference sport. Yeah. And so I do get a little time in the summer. But like when things end and at the end of May and into June, because baseball playoffs go, yeah. baseball uh, postseason goes into June, and so does track and field, um, and then we start back up in August. So I kind of have July and uh, the beginning of August. Um, if I had football, all that stuff yeah. starts in in May, uh-huh. May and June. Yeah. Uh, so I wouldn't have I wouldn't have any summers off. So um, so I've kind of I'm kind of thankful in the, in the fact that we don't have football. Yeah, I would say that does make a difference, Tony. You? You've got football, and you're it's 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 twenty four seven, twelve months a year. Yeah, yeah, that so, is tough. So. so, well, good. Well, thank you for joining us. I appreciate getting a little insight into what's the best thing. I'll ask quite. What's the best thing about your job? Uh, the people. Um, you know, it's a lot of people say it's it's getting to work with the student athletes and the coaches, and and that's absolutely mm-hmm. part of it. Um, but just the people I've become friends with. Some of them coaches, some of them student athletes, some of them are the other SIDs. So there, it's just been unbelievable. My my staff, um, who I can and, and the people I work with at the A10, um, are are people that I count as some of my closest friends now. And so. I'm not going to ask who because that would be unfair, but I mean, I'm sure you've come across a couple of coaches that have been uh, ugly, rude, mean, and nasty you know, to you. Well, you know, the funny thing is I've got a couple stories where they were short with me yeah. in, in moments, and I've got one uh, where the coach the coach was short with me, uh, and and he just lost a game, and it, you know, there had been a, a controversial call at the end of the game, so he was angry, and he yelled at me, but then after the press conference, he pulled me aside and said, hey, Drew, I'm, I'm sorry, so sometimes I just get kind of crazy, yeah. and I'm not going to out him. In the moment. I'm not going to out him. No. Yeah, but, no. but I've dealt with coaches, but I've also dealt with coaches that are unbelievably happy, and I've yeah. got a coach when we were Moorhead State and beat Louisville, me and coach in the locker room <laughs> together, so, um, so you know, the memories and the fun we've had is yeah. just, it's unbelievable. More, a lot more positives than Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, Drew, for joining us. You were reluctant to, you know, let's do something. I want to hear about the inside going on with this idea of a conference. I'm behind the scenes guy. But, you know, we're we're in this beautiful new building. We're so happy to be here. We're glad you guys are here doing the show live. And uh, it's just been, it's it's phenomenal. We're great. We're excited to bring the Women's Championship here in March. Well, thank you for having us here today. Good good luck. Thank you, guys. All right. We'll take a pause. Drew Dickerson, the SID, SID of the conference, the A-10 conference. We will take that pause. You're listening to Sports Phone on 106.1 ESPN. Robert is here alongside, and the Hawkins flying high in the studio. We shall return wrap-up right after this. 
Hey, it's Greeny, and we'll be jam-packed on Thursday. Big night in the NBA on Wednesday, including the debut of Victor Wembanyama. Plus, we look ahead to the Bucks and Bills kicking off the NFL weekend. It's Greeny, starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Invigorating. Fifty-five. We're already at nine fifty-five. Hard to believe, but that's the that's the natural fact. Is that uh, it's, it is that, and we're wrapping up tomorrow. Of course, we're back in studio. Uh, talk a little racing NASCAR picks from forty-five to eight forty-five to about uh, nine tomorrow morning. Other than that, I think we're wide open tomorrow. Uh, as far as guests go. So we'll have a lot to talk about, including the Tech game tonight. Virginia Tech does play tonight. Uh, don't forget that. The Hokies will be playing Syracuse uh, tonight. Go Hokies, go Hokies. Hopefully they'll get the win and move uh, to 4-4. Four and four. And I think it'll be, what, 3-1 and one in conference at that point. I know I made a note about that a little bit ago. Uh, the Hokies and the yeah, the Hokies are 2-1, and 3-4. And, and that would put them at 4-4, four and four, obviously, and 3-1 and one in the conference. So go Hokies, get the win tonight. Virginia plays at Miami on Saturday, but we'll sort of talk about that a little bit more tomorrow. And then a full weekend of college and pro football uh, going on this weekend. World Series, oh, by the way, gets underway uh, tomorrow night, 8.03 in Texas. And uh, I've got the, it's, it's an easy schedule to remember. Yeah, you can print it out. You can remember it. It's extremely easy to remember in the sense it's Friday, Saturday, off Sunday, and then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, down uh, out in Arizona. And if necessary, they'd be back Thursday, Friday. Uh, for their, excuse me, off Thursday to Friday, Saturday uh, for games six and seven. Latest it can go is November the 4th. So that's what we're looking at there. Uh, the uh, If it goes seven. Hey, why wouldn't it go seven? The ALCS and LCS both went seven. Uh, we're wrapping up here. We're at the, uh, in Rico County. Uh, the new, it hadn't opened yet, but it's close. Henrico County Sports and Events Center. And as we've been telling you all more, today's the A-10 Media Day. And uh, the teams, teams and coaches have come in from different. They've broken into two segments: a morning session and an afternoon session, and it will continue through the day here. And then December 11th, they'll open it up with a game with VCU in Delaware, as we heard from Commissioner McClade. And uh, it's a uh, listen. It's a we get a chance coming out here. I, I know it's not open to the public per se, but when the opportunity arises, come on out and visit here. It is a beautiful facility, and I get a feeling that. Uh, uh, things are going to go well here in March and the next two marches of 24 and 25. And that being the case, they uh, they will hopefully continue to hold the tournament here at the new facility. It, and a few years after that, of course, the opening will be here the 17,000 seat arena. Anyway, I want to thank uh, Henrico County for having us out here today. Uh, the, uh, the Sports Authority. Uh, had us out here. Sports Entertainment Authority had us out here, and uh, we thank them for having us. Robert Bruce, thank you for your work. Thank you, Vab. Yeah, thank you for having us out here. It's been it's been a lot of fun. 